10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the podcast from Doug Ground Up Productions with hosts Lady Miz and Ray. This, 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 this is a universal platform and there is nothing off limits. We talk about it all and we keep it real. This is a no judgment zone. So come, so as, you come are. as you are. If you are a professional, entertainer, author, comedian, entrepreneur, or just someone who wants to get something off their chest, well, let your voice be heard here on From the Ground Up Productions. Sponsorship and other opportunities are available from The Ground Up Productions. Turning nothing into something. There's only one way to go from here. Here And now, here are your hosts, Lady Miz and Ray. Yeah, yeah, what's good, people? Happy Monday. So happy to be back in the building. It's your girl, Lady Miz, with my co-host. Only one way to go from here, y'all. Happy Monday, like I said. It feels so good to be back. I'm always happy to come here and chop it up with the people. You know what I mean? So shout out to everybody who support us and always coming through. Today, we have a super, super, super dope, talented pioneer in the hip-hop game. I'm so excited to have this brother back on the show with us. We interviewed him before. And listen... I, I mean, we're going to be chopping it up about a lot of different things. And before we get into that, we're just going to play two commercials. And then we're going to bring on the one and only King Charlie Prince. But first, let's get into this first commercial. And this is Roku, our TV network, Roku commercial. And this is for people who is looking to get their content on our network. Are you a content creator? Do you make music videos, short films, documentaries, web series, kids shows, movies, stand-up comedy, visual podcast, educational shows, or sports? Are you a fitness instructor or gamer? Do you record church ceremonies or report news? If so, contact From the Ground Up Productions TV by email at FromTheGroundUpProductions at gmail.com. For more information on getting your content played on our network on Roku, where there are over 85 million viewers and growing. No more being limited or blocked on social media from the content you post and create. Get the freedom to be you without restrictions from controlled social media. And if you want to run your ads or sponsor our network, contact us now at FromTheGroundUpProductions at gmail.com to get started now. Yes, y'all. So if you guys are content creators and you're looking to get your content on a network where it's outside of the regular social media, you can contact from the ground up productions at gmail.com and all of the packages will be sent to you. And listen, uh, guys, this is a growing platform. So make sure you guys tap in the tap in early while prices are very, very, very low for you to be able to join that network. Next, we are going to get into peace mentoring. Anybody out there that's looking for workshops and different things as far as building your credit and so much more, you can check out peace mentoring. Looking to learn something new? Well, you're one click away from taking that next step to be where you want to be. 
Book a private session or sign up for our workshop classes that teaches you how to build your credit, budget your money, artist development skills, start and grow a podcast, and the basic skills needed to write your first book. Act now. Go to PeaceMentoringLLC.com and sign up now. For private sessions, email us at PeaceMentoringLLC at gmail.com. Yes, let's get it popping. It's about to start, y'all. You're now tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions, broadcasting around the world, around the world. Y'all see it, y'all see it. You know what it is. It's your girl, Lady Miz. We back in the building from the Ground Up Productions. And we about to bring on, again, like I told y'all, a pioneer in the hip-hop game who paved the way for all of us. Let's bring on the one and only King Charlie Prince, baby. Hey. Uh-oh, he got the, he got the pimp cup. <laughs> He started with the pimp cup early. I see you. I see you. How you doing today, brother? Uh oh, we can't hear you. Can you hear me can't... now? Okay, there you go. There you go. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Everything good. Everything good. All right. Okay, I see you over there living like a king. That's what I'm talking about. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So listen. Um, big shout out to Vinay. Big shout out to. Town Mama Karen and big shout out to Sunshine. If you guys are tuning in, please share this live right now. Share to your social medias and share to groups so that other people can see this interview. Big shout out to Demo Wet. I just seen you on the check in. That's right, everybody. Share, share, share. We are not live on Facebook. No, we are not. We are only live on YouTube and in Roku. So listen, King Charlie Prince, we got so much to chop it up with you about. Okay. <laughs> King Charlie Prince, the ring light. Yes, we got so much to chop it up with you about King Charlie Prince. But one of the things that I, I, I really want people to know is the history. People have to understand the history because you still are here giving us great music and you be out there doing your thing. So why don't you tell us about how you got started in the group you started with? Well, it all started out. I used to listen to other rappers in my junior high school and um, I mimicked them, you know, listen to their rhymes, raps and things like that. Although I couldn't go to the parties, but, but I did get access to the, to the, uh, the tapes, the cassette tapes at the time. And um, I used to listen to it over and over until one day we decided to put a group together, but it started out with a guy that lived next door from me. His name was MBG. And um, he knocked on my door. I guess he knew that I rapped, you know? I wasn't, okay. I wasn't popular back then, but he knew I rapped and he knew I was good. So he asked me if I wanted to get that. I want to go to New Haven, Connecticut to do a show for his cousin. So during that time, you know, by me being a bad person in school, my mother didn't allow it, but when I told her, who the guy was, then she allowed it because <laughs> he was the neighborhood, you know, he got along with the mothers in the neighborhood. So okay. I'm looking, so I'm looking at her like, why? Why? I mean, like, and then she used to say, you should be like him. You need to be like him. I'm like, 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So he asked me. And I told him, I said, yeah, fine, I'll go. And then um, um my other partner, the original, original Slick Rick on the request line, you know, he found out I was going and he didn't want me to go because me and him had a little conflict, you know. But um eventually MBG took us anyway, and then after we did our little show out there, we forgot about the conflict. And then when we got back to New York City, we was trying to make up a name. We was like the Temptations by the um, Motown building, trying to figure out what we gonna call ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. So we called oh, ourselves. Wow, we so we called ourselves the Devilish Three at one point, but we found out somebody had the group name. So as we kept going on and on, we end up coming up with the Dynamic Three. Because when we was in New Haven, Connecticut, we didn't have a group name, so they used to call us Charlie D in the crew. But back then, my name was Charlie D. Okay. And, and they said they kept on. Because I always, I was like a, um, uh, how you say, um, a, a Bobby Brown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Made myself known. <laughs> okay. You but know, you was, they, yeah, you was the bad one in the group, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I used to do certain <laughs> things on the stage to stand out. So, they ended up calling it Charlie D and the crew. But as we got back, that's when we came up with the Dynamic 3. And um, we didn't have a DJ at the time. And um, it was a, a, a Burger King that used to be across the street. This guy from Jersey made it into a club. And he wanted us to do a, um, a battle with some other rap groups. So we, you know, got together and we had the battle. We had a DJ by the name of Cool D at the time. And... Rockmaster Scott was a DJ for another group, and he was in the battle as well. But after the battle, after we won and we slaughtered everybody in the group and in the, all these different groups, Rockmaster Scott came on the neighborhood the next day. <laughs> he wanted to meet us. Okay. So next thing you know, he wanted to get down with the group. And um, we was like, okay, because our DJ that we had, he wasn't really, you know, he, just, he, just, he was just there during that time. But he had other things he was doing that he didn't have time for. So we took Scott in. And um, my partner, Rick, was like, we just coming up with, we said, we should call the group Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic Three. And Rick was like, why you got to be on the top? <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he was like a little pair. Trying to take all the credit. He's trying, <laughs> yeah, he, right. he the Bobby Brown of the group. That's basically <laughs> yeah. what that is. <laughs> We putting him down. Why his name gotta be Rock Master Scott over the Dynamic Three? So okay. I'm like, so I'm looking at it like, hey, listen, they got Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, so we might as well put it like that too. Fine. We all agreed finally, and then next thing you know, we started doing a lot of practicing at Rick Mother's house. May she rest in peace. We started practicing at MBG house. My mother didn't allow us to practice nowhere, so I had to go there. You know, and. Right. After a while, you know, this producer, this guy that owned the club, he one day came to us and asked us, did we want to make a record? A record? We like, oh, hell yeah. I mean, we didn't say hell yeah, but we were like, yeah, you know, as kids. Okay. And, um. Big, big, big shout out to uh, uh, Godson the Pharaoh. I see you in the check-in. Make sure y'all check him out. He's a dope fly artist. Okay, go ahead, King. <laughs> so, after, so after he said, did we want to make a record? We said, fine. So six months later, came by. He came back to the neighborhood. And 
he called us on our cell phones and told us to meet him at this studio called Unique Recording Studio, which was okay. in Manhattan. So we said, okay. So we got on a D train. We didn't have no song. So I wrote a song along the way. As we got down to the studio, we saw this nice, all this pretty stuff in there. We was like, wow. And he put us in the booth. And we was reading off the paper. <laughs> like like they used to do back in the day. So hold on, hold on, before we go on. So that so basically that is how the dynamic three came about as far as y'all as a group, correct? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So that's dope. So now to 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 get into you guys are now in the studio. Um, we, we now have the history of how the dynamic three group formed, and y'all about to lay some hit records down that people are using to this very day. I mean, Missy used it. I mean, every I mean, I, it, it was it's it, it was in house party. Somebody somewhere sampled y'all music. And people mm -hmm. need to understand the history and where this came from. Because a lot of times you have a lot of artists out here, they're using stuff. They don't know where the hell they got the music from. They don't understand the history and they don't even respect the person who they stealing from, right? <laughs> Hate to go. tell y'all that, but bow, I'm gonna drop the bottom on y'all right now. Okay, okay. They don't even know who they stealing from. So we gonna shine the light on you today. Before you get into how um, y'all created that in the studio. Matter of fact, why don't you tell me real quick, what was the first hit record that y'all made? Well, the first one we did was what we thought it was a hit was um, It's Life, You Gotta Think Twice. And we, when we put that out, that was on reality records, but then it became more popular when Profile Records took over. Because during that time, I was working in a record store. And, you know, I was bringing them, you know, I used to be promoting everybody else's stuff, but when, as soon as my song came in that store i was promoting it, my own stuff and that's what i'm talking about so wait 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 say the name of that joint what was it called it's life you got to think twice hey what what hey hey put your hands up that's what i'm talking about king charlie prince in the building y'all we gonna let y'all hear them hits but this is one of the first joints that they came out with respect his gangster baby y'all already know what it is So crazy long because you know back in the day y'all had the long oh, intro. Yeah, I, I, I don't know when the I don't know when the uh, the verses is gonna come in. Six minutes, six minutes. But song. they got a long side with the beat. Six minutes song. Yeah. And you know yes. when we when we put that song out, uh-huh, it made it on regular rotation with um WBLS and um nice it was coming on every morning and you know when it first came out on the radio. We we jumped up like the five heartbeats and we oh my we were turning it up calling our buddies up we're like yo turn on the BLS you know <laughs> we was uh -huh. listening jumping around and you know it was on regular rotation for quite some time but guess what knocked it out the box what sucker MCs oh snap wait big shout out to Shaki <laughs> on the check in I see you mama so talk to us about sucker MCs because the sucker MCs beat was similar to its life beat. Mm -hmm. they, used the, they used the different drums, but it was, I don't know, it was something about those drums. You know, next thing you know, they slide our stuff out the rotation and put <laughs> his stuff in there. <laughs> and we wasn't hearing it no more. That's when we knew it was time to go back in the studio. 
Okay, so cook up some new stuff. Right. So, so, so we, when y'all was making your music, y'all would make one song at a time. It wasn't like y'all yeah. put out albums. It was one song at a time. We went along with the producer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how he did it, and we just went along with it. So uh, when he knew that our song was knocked out the rotation, next thing you know, we said, "Let's do request line." And the reason why we did request line was because we figured like this, okay people call in for to request songs right so we figure if we use the song request line they probably use it as an introduction every time they come on the radio you know what I'm right 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 you know you have to think when you're making these songs so we figure we do that you know so we made request line and uh in the studio and when we did that that was all done but he wanted us to do a b-side Wait, wait, wait. Before we even get into that, let me just say this. It's funny because you, you said that, but but before that, you said, like, yo, we had the other joint, and they kind of slid our stuff out and then slid somebody else in. So <laughs> the, you said, let me do request lines so they can start requesting our shit again. I know what y'all was up to. You know what I'm saying? He said, nah, we bringing our stuff back. They're going to have to request us and put exactly. us back into rotation. I feel you. Because you know how, you know, when the radio station comes on, you know, like when y'all come on, y'all have your introduction, you know? Absolutely. So when BLS come on, we figure they'll play request line to let the people know you can call in the request. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. So Did it actually work? For a minute, yeah. But what happened was the roof was on fire, took over. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know that it was going to take over, but it did. You know, because that was like the B side. But back to request line. Um, when request line came out, that's when we started doing a lot of tours and shows, you know, going here, there, to and from. And it was like, I mean, we rode every airplane you could name, Delta, Piedmont, you know, planes that ain't even out no more. You know what I'm saying? But we was, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, we was everywhere until it got to the point, you know, where we started getting on tours with people like Force and Z's, um, Nice. UTFO and Roxanne, the real Roxanne, Sparky D, all of them, you know, Curtis Blow. We started meeting everybody then, you know, and then we just started doing our thing. But back to the request line again, um, when we had to do a B-side, we had to come up with something. So because I was a rapper already, mm-hmm. well, an MC rather, um, what I... Um, I wrote I, I wrote the whole line to the song to, to the roof is on fire and I gave okay. MBG and and Slick Rick a certain part to say on the song, but at the end of the song was the roof chant, the roof is on fire. Nobody ever knew that this song was the roof is on fire. They just thought it was a club thing, but they didn't know it was actually a song. So then everybody just started saying it and saying it, and it became more popular and more popular, and then uh the funny thing about it is when we did request line, my mother, she was happy, you know, and she was like, you know, she a Christian woman. She ran to her girlfriend's house. She played it for them. And then she decided to play the flip side. Uh-oh. <laughs> Next That's week. when all the Christian friends was mad. I know they was mad. <laughs> he got his mom's kicked out the church. <laughs> she went out happy and came back pissed. <laughs> They had the holy water uh, throwing it on y'all, right? You came back. You cousin? We young. I'm like, the way I got out of it, I said, Mom, 
I said, we just said the roof is on fire. The crowd said that part. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, my up, God. You know, and um, that's when Tyler Perry started using it. Um, nice. And Eminem used it on his movie, Eight Mile. Um, who else? Steve Harvey, Chris Rock, when he did it on um, the head of state. I mean, right. we started hearing it everywhere, you know. They even um, blamed us, you know, about an incident that took place in Philly about some uh, a bomb blowing. And um, and uh, they said we was responsible because we made that song. And they, <laughs> and, they, and they interviewed me and asked me, and I said, I don't know nothing about that. And they asked me, well, what planet you from? <laughs> oh my god well you know what let's do this real quick let's do this for the people we're going to take you back way back right let's take a trip down memory memory lane and let's play what we're going to get into first we got the them, well king charlie prince performing let's let, let's do a clip of king charlie prince doing his part on the request line let's get into that i got a new thought What would you like to hear? Yo, my name is Earl. Can I speak to one of the dynamic three? Okay, hold on. Say what? You a Scorpio just like me And I'd like to let you know that I'm nasty If you give me the chance, would you fly, girl? I bet you any amount of money I can rock your world Because when I'm in the mood to get things done The hotel is the place we can have big fun And if it doesn't sound right and you don't agree Let's go to my house, cause I got the key I don't have a water bed and the reasons why Because it's not necessary, don't need to lie So if you wanna be my girl, you must come correct And you might be the girl that I would select Cause I'm the heavens above, but known to be the first love When it come to me and me yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you killing it, King Johnny Prince. Y'all had the thriller outfit on and all that, yo. I see you moonwalking. I see you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh my God. boots on and everything. Listen, yo, let me tell you, y'all was doing the damn thing. And I, I, well, I mean, I was very young still watching that, but I remember those outfits. And I told you, them, the joints be coming back. Did you keep any of those old clothes? Like, we need to know. <laughs> you know it's, it's funny because I, when I go to my mother's house, I'll be looking in the closet, look and see if I left anything. <laughs> <laughs> and and one, 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 another funny thing was, you know, back then, you know, we we were making so much dough. I used to throw my furs out to the crowd. Now, what? I, wish them, now I wish I had them back. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me my fur back. I threw that. <laughs> oh my 
my gosh, that is too funny. She, Renee said, hi, my name is Renee, and I would like to talk to one of the dynamic three. <laughs> That's right, Renee. <laughs> so listen, you guys been on tour. Y'all was on tour so much that you ended up missing your time on Soul Train, but oh, they man. still showed y'all love anyway, oh, right? Yeah. And made sure they played y'all joints. Oh, so let's yeah. play a clip real quick of them introducing your song on Soul Train. Master Scott from the Dynamic 3 on the Soul Train. They call this one Request Line. Yo, okay. So, we ain't playing the whole thing. Listen. Y'all was out there, y'all was doing the thing, you was on tour, y'all got so many hits, and y'all got hits that people are playing and using and sampling to this very day. I have a question for you, King. How is it that you are still moving and grooving and doing what you do in a time where, especially in the industry and genre of music, where most people say, when you get this age, you should just give up. You should just quit, blah, blah, blah. And people don't respect the pioneers of hip-hop. What keeps you going? Well, I always looked at it like this. If you ain't too old to sing, and you ain't too old to stand up and do comedian, and you ain't too old to get on the mic and rap, you know, I'm not going to put an age limit on that because uh, if I got it, I still got it. And that's just what it is. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and the crazy part is the uh, the rock and roll guys, they be doing it till they die, you know. And exactly. <laughs> absolutely. I call it just being mature at it. That's all. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. And it's so dope because again, you you definitely inspire me. Um, and I'm sure you inspire so many other people who want to keep living a passion for the for the for the ones who think to give up or to quit, or because they got the naysayers in their ears or the non-believers and stuff like that. We have you to look to to keep inspiring us. So we want to thank you for that. You know what I mean? Shout out to you for sure. For continuing to hold it down and do what you do, because look, we need that, and we need to show people you have to always continue to live your passion, live your dream. Do are you still in contact with the other um, members of the group that you used to be in the group with? Oh yeah, every Sunday we Zoom. <laughs> you know. Oh really? Mm-hmm. We stay in communication with each other at all times. You know. Have y'all ever thought about getting together as a group again and putting anything out as a group? You know, um, sometimes, you know, we talk about it and um, people, you know, sometimes it'd be a little difficult because when I say I'm solo, they go, no, we want the group. <laughs> I got to go on with you. <laughs> you know, to get them to go along with me. You know, we get on the stage, do our thing. Then I'll break out like Michael Jackson did to Jackson 5 and say, well, now... I'm King Charlie Prince, you know. But yeah, we talk all the time about doing, you know, shows again. And we, matter of fact, um, we um talked about that today. Uh, they trying to get some things put together, you know. But I'm still going to represent, you know, what I do too as well, you know. Yes. Do yes. y'all do y'all plan on putting out or or even talk about putting out new music together? Well, no, I wouldn't say that part, but um. You know, I will work with them with what we got. And, you know, and to be honest with you, um, a lot of people 
think that you know request line the roof is on fire and it's life you got to think twice are the only songs we did but we had some other stuff that we did as well you know we had one called party and bullshit we had one called uh party and bullshit wow so so biggie wasn't the first to do that huh there you go exactly wow dropping bombs on us again y'all y'all hear that Biggie was not the first to do party and bullshit. That's what I'm talking about. King Charlie Prince was. And a lot of people got to understand that there was the Rick that was with me was the original Slick Rick. The other one was wow. Ricky D. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. A lot of people, by him saying, by Dougie saying, Slick Rick, you know, it rung a bell, but he ran with it then. You know what I'm saying? But yes. we was on the same record label, Reality Records. And what happened was, the producer called us in and said, "Listen, I want y'all to hear this group." So we he played it and they played the, he played the show. But during that time, it was on a cassette, so we didn't hear no part saying "Slick Rick." So we liked it. He, he asked us. He said, "Well, what do you think? Should he be on a label with us?" We were like, "Yeah," because what we were trying to do at the time, we was trying to build a label like Def Jam, you mm. know, with artists or Reality Records. And so we said, "Yeah, put them down." Next thing you know, the song came out, their song came out in 85, and we heard it, and we were like, Slick Rick, well, here's a little sign that. We are like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 so everybody thought that the Slick Rick that was with me, on the Slick Rick on the request line, they thought he left our group and went with Dougie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. So I was like, no, what happened was, y'all got it mixed up. It's two Ricks now, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, they, they actually took a picture together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. Wow. That, see, that's some good. See, we get some history here, baby, because let me tell you, didn't know that y'all had the party and bullshit before that. I didn't mm -hmm. even know, like, again, the Slick Rick. This is great, great, great history. Oh, my God. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Talk to me about, um, well, first, you guys were on the billboards and on the charts, correct? Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. So listen, let, let, let us um see what we got going on there. Let's bring that up on the screen. As you can see right there, mm -hmm. the roof is on fire was number. What number was 21. that? Was number 21 on the billboards. And I mean, who do you got up on there on, on, on there? We got Aretha Franklin, the barge cameo, cool in the gang, <laughs> Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross, Freddie Jackson, the gap band. <laughs> and you, and, Tina Turner. And listen, you was up there with some heavy hitters because y'all are heavy hitters yourself, okay? Ooh. Dynamic 3 was up there with the roof is on fire. So I'm just saying all of that to show y'all all of those people and King Charlie Prince is still here doing this thing and uh, very humble, I, I might say. Yeah. I'm down to earth. That's what we call it, down to earth. Yes. Yeah. So what do you have going on now? Like, what are you working on right now? Well, right now, I'm working on, uh, I'm getting my album together for 2022, you know, it, I'm working on the ground, from the, un, from the ground up, you know what I'm saying? So Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, um, I'm trying to think, you know, what I'm going to rap about, what I'm going to talk about, and um, I want people to come on, on board with me, to link up and do some stuff with me as well, because... Um, it ain't easy doing a whole verse 
three verses alone <laughs> well listen i gotta tell you this check this out we living in a time now where they have short attention spans yeah. anyway and the radio don't even play nothing that's over three minutes so you ain't even got to do three verses i'm talking about two verses the hook mm -hmm. and you good for real for real edms out here you don't even need words you say, you say long enough then the people will get brainwashed you know Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, Nowadays, you ain't even gotta say much. You a, a good enough beat, and nobody even hears what you're saying. Exactly. Right. So yeah, I'm working on the 2022 album, and um, trying to get people to work with me on it as well. Um, Great. Yeah. So, so who are some of the artists that you work with? Mm. Well, I work with people like Demore Seven, Chief Wrecker, Nino Bergante. Necker forever. Uh, Lady Miz. Hey, woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> my man, my man Master Wiz. And um, who else? Um, K Born and Doshe Diamond. You know, um, that's basically it, you know? Okay. What made you choose those uh, specific artists? All of us. What made you want to work with, with any of us? Um, what, what were you looking for in the artist? Or what did you see? Well, the first thing I saw when I heard your song, <laughs> that with the Louis Farrakhan in it, I'm like, okay, because I grew up in the nation. <laughs> when I heard that, it was like, hold up, wait, hold up. She dope. She rocking that joint. She dropping hard. <laughs> and I still got the old message that you left in my phone, in my phone now. <laughs> for real? I sure do. And, um, and um everybody um I, I listened to be more seven and she was dropping some knowledge and stuff yes. and I said, well you know and funk master Wiz, he was like a little hard to work with because he was one way and then next thing he that way you know he could drop the knowledge and he can go crazy on the person <laughs> you know right me and him go way back and that's my man i love him dearly and um everybody else now nino Bergante, it's funny because I met him years ago in the tax. He was paying his taxes, and um, I told him who I was, and he took my number down, and I've been working with him ever since, you know. And it goes on and on. But um, Doshe Diamond, I met her. She was doing a film, and unfortunately, it didn't work out. So during that time, I was always a, a network person, getting to meet people, you know. Mm -hmm. Who they are what they do and i work with them you know and that's what i do that's how i um get people to work with me as well you know okay now uh, on your album that you got coming out in 2022 do you plan on having some of those people as features oh yeah oh yeah definitely i just wish you know a lot of people will learn the business aspect of it all as well you know what i'm saying it ain't just about making records no more that's a fact you know what i'm saying because anybody can do that you know but we gotta know how to get paid you there know? you right. go not played i said paid Take that's it. right we gotta give you the claps on that that's what i'm talking about because you know what's so funny is a lot of people and i also see a lot of people even still to this day um 
you know, people love the music, right? When it's your passion, you just want to do it. You're not even thinking about the money, but at the end of the day, it's still a business. So you have to conduct yourself like that. You got to understand as much as possible and learn as much as you can. Don't just go out there and do it because there's a lot of people out there ready to steal your stuff. And some people don't know, like all the people that want to get on here and rap and do all this stuff and put their stuff on here, there's somebody waiting to take your music and steal your stuff. So you should get your Harry Fox, your sound scan, your sound exchange and your BMIs and ASCAPs and all of that, all of the above. Oh, get yeah. that stuff in order. Oh yeah, by the way, my man, Godson, we got something we coming on, we're working with you as well. Oh, okay, yeah. big shout out, what? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Gotta hit it like three times. Godson, let me listen. We gotta shout out Godson the Pharaoh. One thing about him, that brother right there is so supportive. Um, I I haven't really seen anybody as supportive as him on social media. Whenever I post, um, and, and you too, King Charlie Prince. I shouldn't say that. King Charlie Prince probably like, I share your stuff all the time. You share my stuff more than I do. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, because I see your name coming up on a yeah, lot of stuff he do. But you know? I'm gonna tell you, but I just want to shout out a, a, God, a godson because he definitely, guys, if you're not following that brother, follow him right now. He is definitely a supporter. He is definitely a, a guy, especially black businesses, all of that stuff. He is there and he is doing it. He is tagging people all strictly for the love of things. So big shout out to him. We got to drop the bomb on God, son, the Pharaoh, because he is out there doing things. And he's a super dope artist himself. So shout out to him. Let me let me just say this one thing, right? Mm -hmm. son should have been on the roof was on fire because his favorite word is that mf word my <laughs> <laughs> son gonna pull up and he gonna pull up i know what he be doing he like look look, look miss yo let's get this party started <laughs> i love it though i love it <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. oh man <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah so um you said that you've been on tour. Can you tell us some of the places where you went on tour? Damn. We went on, damn. Some of these countries, I don't even remember the name. We've been to Japan. We've been to London. We've been to Tokyo. We've been to... Wow. And you know, it's a whole lot. Um, from, we've been in every 52 states. We've been everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. we, it got to the point where we got tired of taking planes. So we, wow. had, so we ended up getting a trailer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we didn't know if the plane was gonna go down one day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I listen. I don't blame you. Hey, you know? We ain't gonna keep taking our chances. <laughs> you know what? Let's get this trailer and let's do it like that. You know? And um, yes. Besides, we go through bad storms, and we when I first started taking planes, and I felt that joint drop. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> you know, that made me change a lot. But you know. It was cool in the beginning because the people in the neighborhood, they saw us, the limousines used to come in the neighborhood, pick us up in the hood, take our bags and take us to the airport. And uh, we didn't have to do nothing, <laughs> just sit there. And then when we get to the other spot where we supposed to go, the limousine is there too. And, you know, take us to our hotel and take us to the radio station. I was living it up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was like my first time. Our first big show in Fit was in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Uh-huh. And it was funny because all I did was just walk out on the stage and the crowd went crazy. I'm like, oh damn. I'm like that. Wow. <laughs> now, 
Yeah, so I just move my hand again just to see what they're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, let me try this shit again. <laughs> now, now I'm gonna ask you because it's you know a lot of the the older the guys who performed back in the day. Mm-hmm. I always ask this question because girl, I know girls used to do it. How did you ever had girls throw their underwear or their bras up on the stage for y'all? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that happened several times. You know? I hope they was clean though. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Said, women was handcuffed to me. What? Handcuffed. They didn't want to go. I got pictures to show you where they was handcuffed because they didn't want to leave my side. How did they get wow. the handcuffs? How did you, they get handcuffs you on know, you? Because what, what happened was, right, you know, see, back in the days when Grandmaster Flash, they used to wear the spikes and the cuffs and all of that stuff. We kind of like wanted to be like that. So we started wearing the leathers and the cuffs and all that stuff. So me, I had the cuffs and everything, so the girls wanted to get under my cuff. <laughs> I was like that, you know? <laughs> you better watch it, though. You better watch it talking oh, like that in the crib, though. You're going to get it. All right, no, no, when you play it. <laughs> you know that that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, she's in my cuff. <laughs> okay, that's right. That's right. You better get it right. Make sure you end it on a good note. <laughs> <laughs> She looks so, at you too. I know she did. Like, yeah, hey, oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Nah, that's my sweetheart. You know? And, uh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. So, um, is there, like, anything that we did not ask you that you want people to know about you and in, in the history of your group? You know, a lot of times, you know, people used to ask me, how did I, how did I come up with the roof was on fire? And when I thought, when I really looked at it, you know, I had to break it down to people of what it really meant. You know, this here represents the roof. You know how when a person said they had it up to here, mm-hmm. now they want to speak it. And when they speak it, which is the truth, they speak in that fire. Oh. You, speak that, you speak that fire, the enemy ain't gonna like it. But the righteous is going to say, we don't need no water. Let these motherfuckers burn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it ended up being a party song, so we left it at that. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. You would have never known anyone would have, they wouldn't have known that. That's what the meaning of it was. It's funny how somebody could hear something and take it for what it is, however they perceive it to be. But there was a deeper meaning behind what you said. And I can understand that because you're a deep brother too, you know, you're a deep brother. Like you said, you was a part of, and I'm not sure if you still are a part of the nation of Islam. So I know you understand knowledge of self, you know, so that's a a beautiful thing. And it's important that we all should understand that at some point in our life. A wise person study all things, you know? Absolutely. Now let me, let me ask you this King Charlie Prince. This is kind of going off topic. This is kind of like talking about the things of today and the artists of today. A lot of, um, legacies are getting destroyed. Now I'm not sure if it's because people want to destroy people because most people want to own their masters now. So when that happens, either they end up dead or, or they end up in jail and stuff. What do you think about the R Kelly situation right right now? He just got, uh, convicted and guilty on all charges for racketeering, right? Yep. Uh, Trafficking and all of that. How do you feel about that? You know, 
it's hard to really say. I mean, um, because uh, I mean, he had his faults, but um, they the people involved had their faults too. You know what I'm saying? It goes both ways. Yep. You know, and I believe that you know it's it's a bigger conspiracy behind all of this. You know what I'm saying? You know what they show us on television, which is tell live visions, tell I see a vision, which is the media, which is the most effective devil in America. So what they do is show us this. And a lot of us, we don't take the time out to go do our own research. You know, we just go according to what the media says. And, and then we go all live our lives. You know what I'm saying? We ain't following up behind all of this. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to say what's what nowadays. But, you know, I don't think what they convict them of should be what it is. You know, and I think it's a lot of money involved in this. Absolutely. Yeah. When I when I heard the story, even today, when I heard they finally did it, the news was even said that the prosecutor got creative on how to charge R. Kelly. So they basically didn't have nothing. So they made something up to get him. So that that racketeering was the most the the hardest one they got him on. That's what it's all about. Racketeering, you know. Right, right. It's a shame that, you know, these these women, they come out and uh, they go, you know, saying all the stuff against them. But what I can't understand as a female and as a mother, there's no way I would have been selling my daughter off to any damn body. I don't care what kind of status you hold in the industry. Yeah. If you just exactly. doing that and then when you don't get what you want, you turn around and then you want to cry, whatever you cry. Now, I'm not saying that the brother is innocent because I wasn't there. I can't speak on that. Yeah. But the one thing I can say is if you are a parent and you knew that your daughter was over there and you didn't bust through that door bring people there and do everything to get your daughter out or, or why was your daughter even there in the first place why was you okay with it there's a lot of questionable things in that situation that makes me say hey if he's guilty he's not guilty alone there's a lot of other people that's guilty right along with him so those are the things that i think that we got to really pay attention to that's right like um who said like cosby yep Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like Cosby. That's the truth. Same thing. Oh, Godson said this did the same thing to OJ. Yes, mm-hmm. OJ Cosby, and that's what I'm saying. It's and true. what did he say? Kelly Duck. What did he say? Kelly, Kelly Duck's own, own grave. In the industry, industry let him, Yep, the, the industry let him and exploited his talents. You got to yes, understand. Yes, I agree with that. R. Kelly wrote a lot of stuff for a lot of people that people don't even know he wrote. You know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're still playing those people who are actually singing it, but for. <laughs> For some reason, they don't play his music, and they'll play Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley was uh, sleeping with young girls too. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. absolutely. A whole lot of people. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it, it's really sad how um, this happens, and we hear these stories about the industry and about Hollywood and all of these things, and it's just like you know, if you don't have a strong mind, a strong team, loving parents and love loving people and family behind you if you don't you know if your mind is weak and you get around the wrong people you could get caught up and then if you get to a certain point where you think that you're god above everything else then um that also could be a problem too that's probably why probably i'm saying probably because i wasn't there why he did if he did some of them things to them women um, because he just felt like he could do it and he could get away with it because it looks like that's what the industry was made up of. You got to remember, okay? he had a lot of people also that was there helping him. They should be just as Ill, uh, 
they should go down just like he did. You know, he had a lot of people hiding and making some of them even introduced them to girls, you know, these young girls, just so they could stay paid. Yeah. Yeah, it's but that. I'm, I'm gonna say this. You know, unfortunately, the media took advantage of cancel culture too. Also, because us and I'm gonna say black people, we're quick to cancel our own, regardless. You know where and, I, and white people to stand by this. Like I said, Elvis Presley. You can't tell white people to stop playing Elvis Presley music. But as soon as R. Kelly came out, like I said, whether he's guilty or not, his music is what he did that should not he should not his music should not suffer because he did something illegal they don't do that to nobody else but our people bill cosby they could took his show off and, and now to let him out of jail see the thing is when, when you settle that's where you go you settle <laughs> we got to stop settling for anything because once something settled it stays down you know what i'm saying you gotta right. keep driving you know Absolutely. Absolutely. So crazy. So crazy, man. But, you know, thank God not everybody falls victim to that, um, which is so important. And you again, you got to have a strong mind. So with that being said, King Charlie Prince, what advice would, will, would you give to um, up and coming artists, people who want to get in the industry and they see and they look to you? What would you tell them? Own your master's. One, learn the business and keep your eyes open, observe, and watch your circle because sometimes you can have infiltrators in your circle. That's what you got to watch for and learn how to copyright your stuff and, 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 and trademark it. And if you, if, you, if you have a name that you want to own, trademark it, secure it, you understand? So when somebody else use it, they got to pay you. Nice. It's at that point you got to do that. Okay. All right. right. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. That's great information. Great information. Perfect. And a lot of people need to hear that. Um, is there any shout outs that you would like to give? I'd like to give a shout out to my mom. Shout out to moms. Hey. I'd like to give a shout out to Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic Three. I'd like to give a shout out to the one who got me started as a DJ, Cool D. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my fiance, Renee Cosby, who will soon be a Pentaford. Hey. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to all the people that work with me. All the people that supported me and showed love, you know, and big shout out to the creator, God himself. That's right. That's everybody, y'all. Big shout out to all the people. Definitely, definitely. We want to thank you so much, King Charlie Prince. I'm so glad that you came back with us and did a second interview. Um, this was a, a great interview. I love this interview, and I love the history that you was able to share with us about you and the Dynamic 3 and all the other things that we did not know. We truly, truly appreciate you and what you have done for us and given us that great music. And um, just keep, keep, keep going, brother. Keep inspiring and keep going because you are great and you are a leader. And we need that so, so very much. So I want to thank you. 
for coming through. And um, listen, you are whenever something, whenever you got something going on, please, please, please let us know so we can always support. Yeah. You can always come here. And and not for nothing, if y'all don't know, now you about to know. We got a joint, all those artists that he named with myself and those other artists, there's a joint called By Any Means Necessary. So make sure if y'all haven't yet, make sure y'all go check that out. It is on all streaming platforms, okay? By any means necessary, you'll see King Charlie Prince, Lady Miz. You'll see that fist up, baby. Mm -hmm. And there's so many dope artists on there. So, and there's a video in the making, right? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So when you think we'll be, uh, when when you think the video will be coming? Give me a few days. I, as a matter of fact, I spoke to Funkmaster Wiz um, today on the phone. So he's going to finish it with this part. So by the time we do that and I'll mech up forever, she's going to redo her hers over, you know, and then we're done. You know, I got everybody's clip. You know, I just got to get it clean and clear, you know, like everybody else's. You understand? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So guys, make sure y'all look out for that. And if you're not already, follow King Charlie Prince. Tell your friends about him. Tell everybody about him. Make sure y'all support this brother. And make sure when you're saying the roof is on fire, you do not forget about him because he's the one that put it out there, y'all. So before we go, um, I just want to remind you guys that I do have a show coming up. It's called Talk therapy with lady miz that's right talk therapy with lady miz that's going to be talk therapy tuesdays and i am going to be talking about several different topics and i ain't sugarcoating nothing so sometimes therapy you need the truth and i'm gonna give you the truth even if you can't handle the truth i'm gonna give it to you anyway but because guess what in order to deal with certain situations, the first thing we got to do is face it. We got to acknowledge it, okay? And there's a lot of things that a lot of people don't want to talk about because it's easy to deflect and run away from. But in order for us to heal as a people, we have to talk about things. And that is what talk therapy is going to be about. I will be talking about everything up under the sun that we need to hear, okay? So make sure y'all tune in. From the Ground Up Productions, we'll have talk therapy with your girl lady miz on tuesdays so it'll be those three t's baby talk therapy tuesdays and we get into the root of the problem yes we are but we're also healing in the process king charlie prince thank you so very much and, uh, oh okay yes i like to give a big shout out to my children too and my grandchildren yes big <laughs> shout out to i don't want them to beat me up <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out. Let me let me give a give a horns to the grandchildren. Absolutely. Absolutely. King Charlie Prince, when you have a show and things going on, you should tell people so people can show up and support you and be there so we know that you are doing your thing. All right, brother? No doubt. All right. Thank you. All right, y'all. King. We appreciate you so much. Um, we got anything else we need to do? I, I think that is to everyone that's listening. Peace and blessings to each and every one of y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're about to get up out of here. Yep. Thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for watching. Make sure you share this. And please do not forget that we are on Roku. And if you have not yet, make sure you add us to your Roku channel and Make sure you look for From the Ground Up Productions TV. We spell the, the Ebonics way. That's right. D-A. So From the Ground Up Productions TV. Add us there. And if you have not already, make sure that you 
hit the notification button on our YouTube channel and subscribe to our YouTube channel. As we stated before, we are no longer going live on Facebook, just Roku and YouTube, and we're trying to build it from here. Let's get it. We are done. Y'all have a great night. Peace, King. We hope you enjoyed your time with From the Ground Up Productions. We'll see you next time. Be sure to add our channel to your Roku list and listen to us on all streaming platforms. From the ground up. From the ground up. There's only one way to go from here.